What's the story, our lad? What's the story, our? What's the story, our lad? What's the story, our? Our! All right, our lad. Brand our lad. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to What's the Story Hour, coming to you from the live from the Irish Institute of Music and Song. <laughs> we're not live, recorded. Yeah, Are you it's, li- it's live now. It's live now. <laughs> I'm Grant Keith, not a bother, not a bother yourself. I'm a bit better now. I was in a horrible mood all day today. <laughs> Thanks, Jess Hendrick, for that. Oh. Anyway, Ray, let's I'm not going to talk about it just yet. Better. Who's been bold in the brig hour? Yeah. A few. We've we've a forced celebrity um, oh. crime today. <laughs> oh, <laughs> celebrity! Uh, we'll start you off with the story of Muhammad, nineteen years old Ali. from Dunsetna. Oh, not Ali. Um, professional footballer. Oh right, yeah. Oh right, yeah. Um, playing for a League of Ireland team. I won't say who. Anyway, the long and short of this one. This was well. Let's say the long and short. This was actually quite a long one. Um, basically, to sort of to you know give it the kind of clip notes, he um was stopped several times over the space of you know a few weeks, um driving his car with you know basically he was on a learner permit. He'd no he'd no um qualified driver with him. Um, the one time he did have a qualified driver with him, your man was actually disqualified from driving, so he's not a qualified That's driver. That's why he's not qualified either, All is this sort of fucking carry on, right? But basically just the lip out of him. So basically the cop stopped him one day, and his answer was, you're not taking the fucking car. Um, another day was, fuck off, I'm not having your shit today. Um, another day he called them, can I say it? The, you know, the, the R word. I'll just fuck say he called them retards is what he called okay. them. Um and a pack of handicaps. Um this is what so this is this is all nice, yeah, it's not Muhammad now. I mean you want to fucking calm down like, you know? Um Don't just take the car off. So this would say say wouldn't give them the keys, said resisted arrest the lot. Um all this sort of fucking carry on. Anyway, the solicitor came into bat and said he was very frustrated. I didn't say why he was frustrated, but he was very frustrated and he was genuinely remorseful for his actions. He doesn't drive anymore, apparently sold the car. But um, yeah, the judge basically wasn't having a bar of any of this fucking shit. So he's, he's two months in jail, um, a 500 euro fine and a two year ban from driving. So he'd be doing well getting the train now on fucking bus air and then... Irish Rail and whatever else, but there you go. I'm fucking they say the diesel. That's it. <laughs> uh, we move on to um, the story of a man who fancied himself as some kind of Robin Hood, according to uh, according to the judge. Uh, so John, forty years of age, Key Street, and uh, basically this was during or not not during the lockdowns. It was when pubs were only doing the outdoor. You know, takeaway points. Yes. So John was over in Scaries anyway, and um, the queues were a bit too long for John for you know nipping in and out going for a slash. So what he did was he broke you know the public toilets there down the harbour in Scaries. Yeah. So he broke them open. This was his thing. He was like you know took took matters into his own hands, and um, broke them open anyway. So when the guards arrived. Um, he told them to get the fuck out of here. And they said he started beating his chest. And I'm like, fucking like a gorilla. 
<laughs> he started beating his chest. He was arrested anyway, and he continued to be abusive. Um, but basically, <laughs> so uh, John reckoned that the locks that he broke cost a tenner each. So he brought 20 quid to the court with him to pay for the locks. <laughs> um, oh, that's brilliant. But yeah, so he got, uh, yeah, he, got, <laughs> he was convicted of all this, you know, threatening and abusive behaviour, you know, public intoxication. So he got a month in jail and a 200 euro fine. So, um, and I'll finish it off with um, the story of James 23 Clanusk. This is a different one now. Different, different type of thing than we've had before. Um, so basically, James let fraudsters use his bank account to um, to money launder, essentially. Well, actually, not to, to steal money. So what happened was James um, James bank account details were used by fraudsters who contacted um, a couple of businesses, right. um, basically saying, and what they said was, "Oh, our bank details have changed." So the business thought that this was coming from a supplier. So our bank details have changed. So if you're making payments to us, you send it to this bank account. Right, yeah. Which was your man James's, right? <laughs> um, so one payment was 6370 There was two payments of over a 1000 um, paid in. And all the money was like withdrawn, you know, from ATMs and used for online transactions and all this sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, but I have to bring it us. Now what it's what it say is from reading it, I think your man James was just he was just stupid as opposed to you know being an actual criminal. You know, I think it sounded like something very basic. He got fucking bullied into it to be honest. Um, he got two years in jail though, but the sentence was suspended for two years. So he basically has to has to watch himself for the next couple of years. But and said one little slip up now, that's him fucked. Should change banks. Well, that's it. Should have changed banks, all right? But uh, didn't say if he spent the money or not. Now, but the money was definitely it was all it was all taken. I disappeared. So. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's it. That's horror this week, Frank. Um, nothing, nothing strange or news. But there was a few. Uh, there was actually two, um, Robin bottles of vodka ones that come up as well, and there was. There's one with 115 previous convictions. Oh, uh, <laughs> but um. Yeah, that's that's that in a nutshell. Nothing, nothing mental this week, but you know, shout out to Robin Hood there. I hope, hope he's doing all right with his one month in jail. <laughs> shout out to the Arrow, uh, what's his name? Arrow Eldon and Georgie May. I've seen you working hard and pointing out there yesterday, lads. Keep up the good work. <laughs> what do you work, lads? For painting. Oh, they're painting. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were taking the piss there. No, no, no. Anyone who gets my shout out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Frag, your favourite time of the week? Oh, yes, it's time for a random pony. Well, it's just a bit around the pony, yeah. Well, I know you obviously say United or Pony, but boy, Jesus. <laughs> changing the title now to Ireland or Pony. Ireland, that was... <sighs> word of views before, I said, torgid. I thought we were going, I actually thought we were going the right direction. And then I realised on Saturday that we're not. And then I realised last night that we definitely ain't going there. Well, it's not that we're not going the right direction. It's just that there's four players in that pitch that are going that wrong direction. <laughs> and it's the only comfort I'm taking out of all of this is the 21 team is, is looking pretty decent. And there's definitely four or five players that can let me come into that senior squad and make a difference, I think. We should be in there now. The only reason they should not, be in there. 
the only reason they're not in there is because they're on the cusp of qualifying for the bloody tournament. Yeah. Where the last time they done the same thing, he took they took the likes of Parrot and that out, and they didn't they block they blew it. But uh, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Fucking Jeff Hendrick. <laughs> Told you, said this the last night. He's fucking the the last he play 180 minutes. Really. The last time he got his hair cut, played the best football of his career. But he wanted to get a fucking cut again. That's it. Now he's rocking around like fucking Jennifer Aniston. Like, <laughs> and we're moving on because I was very upset. <laughs> on the morning, I, was, I haven't let I haven't let a result. I haven't let a result get at me like that in a long time. Maybe last on Saturday. I've forgotten about ten minutes later. But this man, I was a bit demon. Yeah. And we're moving on. Love Island's back. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> I'm not going to date for that one. Oh, load of garbage. I'm not going to say anything because yeah. I'll get a hide when I get yeah. home now. <laughs> oh, I had yeah. a little, uh, I had a little browser up there on Monday. I'll have another look, see what's occurring. Nah, couldn't. I, I would actually rather stare at a torn off telly. <laughs> Don't watch that shit. I'm setting my wife now. <laughs> to look. Well, did you have your flag out for the Jubilee? <laughs> the Jubilee. <laughs> <laughs> did I say that to me? Sister was saying they went off camping in the bog arse and nowhere for the whole weekend. She was just, I can't deal with these cunts now for four days. Like, so Ross, <laughs> yours would have fucking waved the white flag. I'm tired. I heard that. I only oh, seen anything this morning. What was he? Was he full as a boot? I just can't sing anymore. He's 77 years old. I thought, I thought when I was reading it, I just thought he was pissed or something. Was, Remember that time you rocked up to the Scottish Cup draw? Oh, pissed as a bear. He was bananas. That was, was. That was funny. <laughs> well, mate, the Black Eyed Peas are at it again. At what? Lady Humps? No, um, they were in Galway and they thought they were in the UK. Uh, I don't know. Like, why does everyone get this wrong? Like, can, can, uh, can their agents not? Can their agents of people that are playing gigs? And, can they not go... Listen, come here, there's a couple of conditions you need to know. Ireland is not in the UK. And Dublin is not in Galway. No. Or in Drada or anywhere else. You You go to festivals, oxygen. You know, hello Dublin. No, not Dublin, but are the same. But What's the year Oasis did slain? They did, they did a, like, you know, ah, fucking Dublin. I wouldn't mind, there are some fucking, league. I know, yeah. All right, Dublin or everything. You won't run that ad. It's at nightclub and draw the one night, you won Jordan. Yeah? Oh, I didn't go there. I was hollering, tell you. Oh, what a day. Love Andy. Moving on. Oh, don't start now, Anyway, moving on. This is a bit weird. But a lot of things are in Random Pony. Yeah. And this this woman was out walking her dog and she got shot. You know, you're out walking the dog, you chat around the people who were their dogs and yeah, trying yeah. to talk about, oh, what type of dog is that? Blah, blah, blah. And he chatting away to this person, you know. Next minute, she's sitting at home and she gets a text message. Right. And it, the text message said, he said, um, thanks for letting me pet your dog. I got your number from the dog's collar. That's oh no, yeah. That's creepy. So you one text back and goes, "Hello," and your man goes, "Why do you have your number on her collar if you don't want people to text you?" Oh, what the fuck? You're Jesus. such a tease. I hear. I changed the number I'd, on that I'd fucking be collar. Getting, I'd be fucking getting. I'd be onto the guards about people like that. Yeah. Jesus Christ! That's fucking weird. Isn't that's it? no. That's weird. That is weird. That's that's not all right. Like 
No, it's not. No, right. <laughs> uh, next time we're going to Mississippi, right? Yeah. Mum was fuming at t- teachers when they gave her son a zero award. A zero award. You know, you know, when we were in the class years ago, we used to get the dunce hard, the dunce. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, this is basically an award for being one. <laughs> an award for being a dunce. Right. To be honest with you, it's a bit. Uh, it's a bit fucking. I don't think it's nice. To be honest with you. No, it's not. You're basically not. breaking. You're killing the child's confidence completely. I think. But is he a thick cunt? Well, clearly he is. He's getting fucking zero award. I mean, look, look, come here, I was a thick cunt in school, right? Sorry, well, that yeah. line wasn't that right. Yeah. I was, I wasn't very, that thick. I wasn't that thick, but I was a, bit, I was a little bit silly, right? <laughs> a little bit silly. Like, you know, if I had got the L0 or I would have been half open. Now, I might have been up nominated for it. Come <laughs> <laughs> like, on, you could take being nominated for it, but not winning it. Chell Keenum definitely have to win that one. Have to win that on that table there. Fuck's <laughs> sake. I think it's a bit... Yeah, I get it, but then at the same time, I'm not a big fan of this, you know, what do they call it, you know, participation awards and shit like that. Yeah, they're all loud pony. I, I think that's loud bollocks now, to be honest. Because, right, we all know, look, not everybody is going to be the best at everything. That's, but I mean, you can't lie to kids. True. You can't say it's like, oh, you know, here's, know, a, here's your participation award for finishing a race 25 minutes after someone else. Like, do you know what I mean? You can't. Do you know what I mean? It's, not that you don't deserve it. But do you know what I mean? Look, let's, there's levels to things. Do you know what I mean? Did you, you see think, the... Um, don't be rapping people in Did you see the Liam Gallagher fan is so selling grass of, of the network gig online for the crack? Fucking scene. 65 yeah. grand. Someone a piece did it, of grass. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, I think he's a grass. Cut lump out of front garden. How do you know it's the same grass? You fucking wouldn't, would you? Unless, unless he videoed himself digging it out as proof that it's actually network grass. I'd really, I'm thinking of fucking But do you know what? I tell you right. Uh, as bad now as that is, how is there some idiot out there paying 65 grand for a piece of grass? Well, he obviously has plenty of dough, me. <laughs> too much, too much. And finally here, a man wants to name his cat, son after his cat. Wants to name his son after his cat. Yeah. Right, what's the cat called? Max. All right. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. Mr. fucking Tiddles or something like that. All right, Max isn't. Yeah, well, it'd be a bit weird, wouldn't it? Max! Max, which yeah, one, which one cat, comes to? Uh... You can't have the cat or you can't have the son. It's a bit strange, isn't it? A bit odd. A bit odd, but... Uh, you know, so, you know yes, uh, some people are like mad into their animals, do you know, so... Personally, I think that's a lot of bollocks. I am, I wouldn't know. Uh, I mean, I'd be mad into Well, here's one for you now, actually, because I'd be off topic for a sec, but you, you've had to do what I've had to do. I tell you what, you never realise how many people you dislike... Or, you know, there's things that you dislike. You only sit down and try to give a child a name. Do you know that, <laughs> no. Lindsay? Sitting there, with the, sitting there with the list. Ah, no, the list. I don't know. We were, uh, no, we were... Nah, we Tegan did. now, we were pretty, yeah. We, we were alright with that one. Did, we did we the list going now. And, uh, like that, be like, you know, such and such a name. Ah, 
and skill one day and he's a wanker. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you're going through the list, they'd see uh, such and such a celebrity would have the same name. Like, nah, he's fucking shit. Do you know what I mean? No, I didn't really have that, to be yeah. honest with you, Ireland. Anyway, time yeah, for tops are toured, right? Tops are toured. Do you want to go or do I go? Um, you go, I'll let you go first. I'll go, I'll go first. I'll start you off with a film that you gave me. Um, hold on, I guess. Get the right one up here because this isn't going to take long, Fred. Um, so, the film is 2020's Villain and it's on Netflix. And it stars Craig Fairbrass. Oh, Dan Sullivan from EastEnders. Dan Sullivan from EastEnders again. And Patty. So, like... Um, like what you call it? Rise of the Foot Soldier. Rise of the Foot Soldier, that last piece of garbage that you made me watch. Um, yeah, Craig Fairbrass stars Eddie Franks, who, you know, he's just released from jail and, you know, he goes out and he's... he's it's like Rise of the Foot Soldier, isn't it? A bit like Rise of the Foot Soldier. So he arrives and, you know, he's, his brother's delighted to see him and the brother's running the pub, but they're in massive debt and all this shit, right? And so, you know, Craig Fairbrass being... The hardest nails, Cockney geezer that he is, you know, just starts off basically based ahead of some scouser lad with a fucking hammer. And it's not bad. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, no, no, I'll just, do you know what, Frank? I'll be honest with you, I watched about 25 minutes of it. And the only thing, the only positive I can take from it is that it's probably the best I've ever seen Craig Fairbrass in that. Because he doesn't talk a lot. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, uh, not, uh, uh. I'm gonna say right, it has a sixty eight percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. No, that's that's not right. I I'll give it a one out of five purely for the scene where he based the head of two lads with a hammer is brilliant. But other than that, I just I couldn't. It was oh, it was it was it took every cockney gangster film cliche, whacked it all together and hoped that something good would come out of it. And it, it didn't. It didn't. So I'll give it a one out of five. And yeah, it's just. Tord. It's, it's, yeah, it's been a tort. Bit of a tort. Um, second one, which also came from you. I'm, I'm going to start this off by saying the jury's out. Because I've, only, because I've only watched one episode of it. gets better and better as it goes right. on. As I said, that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to commit. I was the same as you. The jury's out. So Disney Plus, lads, um, Pistol. It's the story of the Sex Pistols. Um and what I'd say is I was immediate I didn't actually know that Danny Boyle directed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so you know that straight away for me was kind of like oh, you know, that sort of piqued the interest because I don't you know, look I was never into the sex pistols, the music or anything like that, you know. So um I said I watched one and I suppose it basically centers on the start of the band. Now I don't actually know if any of this is true. No one where, is, where yeah. Steve Jones is going Robin yeah that's Robin true yeah. Of, yeah yeah it's based on his to, book to set to set up the it's band it's based yeah. on his book yeah. the Lonely Boy yeah so he's going Robin Gear and you know they're setting they're setting up the band or whatever now I did like the I found out when they changed the name of the band first to Cutie Jones and his Sex Pistols yeah. <laughs> I like that now um but I'd say as I said I've only watched one um just didn't get a chance to to watch anymore because I had to watch Obi Wan Kenobi as well. I mean, look, priorities, Frank. Sure. What I will say, as I said, the jury's out. I'm not going to give it, you know, good or a bad mark now. What I would say is we're leaning, we're leaning towards a good mark. It gets better and but better. But I, I will go and watch it. And what I would say to anybody, because I wasn't sure myself, 
no interest in the Sex Pistols. Yeah, probably worth a watch. The, the fourth one was enough for me to say, yeah, I'll go back and I'll watch a few more. So that's that. I said, I'll, you leave it blank. I'll, for, I'll leave it blank yeah. for now. I'll, I'll report back next week. Fair enough. Think, yeah. Um, right, Ray. Um, I got a bit confused this week because the story, the <laughs> the one you gave me, the movie was a, was a series, so I had to watch. I just watched the movie then, and I hadn't yeah. seen this movie in years. And the movie is old school. And I tell you, anyone Ray who hasn't film. seen this film, just, I might even. I'm just going, just go and watch it. It's it's such a good hilarious. film. Hilarious. It's such a good. Film. I'm not going to spoil it for you. I'm just going to give it a good mark. That's why we five out of five. It is, isn't it? Love it. Frank the Tank Easy. what a oh, hero stop, what a hero I hadn't watched it in a while and yeah. I put it on it's still brilliant it's still brilliant <laughs> yeah. now right the series you gave me now I challenge you when you gave me this I thought I couldn't get it but I managed to find it on the yeah. box around Yeah. now I've only watched one and it's like you were saying a pistol Yeah. it's enough for me to go, go back to it oh yeah I'll go yeah. back to it I'll probably do the same you thing have to, you have to tell people what it is though I will, of course, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, the, it's Amazon Prime. It's called The Boys. And it's basically superheroes. But superheroes being basically dodgy bastards. Yeah. 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 And um, basically, there's a, there's a fella in there and his, his girlfriend gets killed. And then... <laughs> yeah, just, and it just goes from there. And then it just goes from there, basically. There's this kind of FBI fella and he's telling them that these lads are like, Taking the piss out and killing your yes, this yeah. and all that, and it stems from there. And I won't spoil yeah. it too much, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna go back to it. Right. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. good. I, st- I started the series three is up on Amazon now, and I said, Watch the first two there, dude. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's so over the top, everything about it. But it is like, I have to say, I think it's very good. I'm actually glad that that you like it because you, no, know, no, you yeah. normally don't take recommendations of me. No, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely give <laughs> yeah. that another, uh, another uh, whacker lad, definitely. Yeah, like nice. you said, I'll do the same thing, um, obviously, because I haven't watched enough of it. We'll report back. Report back uh, yeah. you know, we'll probably lean towards a good mark. Yeah. So, I know, I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you make an informed decision, yeah, but it is, uh, from personal point of view, I would say to the lads, yeah, definitely stick it on, it's very good. But anyway, that's, that's being us. That's uh, the man yeah, pony. Yeah. pony. Got the main man, Mr. Superstar DJ, coming on now in a few minutes, our lad. That's it, yeah. So coming up next, lads, I said we've an interview with Bob Briggins' own um, Globe Trotting. Yeah, he's know. not as good as Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke. Oh no, hang on. Paul Van Dyke. Paul Van Dyke. Who is Dick Van Dyke? Oh, he's the fucking actor. Yeah, man with moustache. Oh, yeah, Murder <laughs> She Wrote. Is he Murder She Wrote? No, what was he in? I was, I was he Die Lamb for Murder. What was he in? He's in the old stuff. Oh, what's the word is he was in? Oh, that was Jesse Fletcher. Fucking. Well, obviously. Or not, what's the word I'm. I can't think of it. I was Mark. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going up for his next, he said we have uh, an interview with Bob Riggins' own Paul Webster. So that's coming up next. Two. And we're back, and we have a very special guest in the studio tonight. No, 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 Dan. Mr. Superstar DJ, Mr. Paul <laughs> Webster. How's it going? Grandpa, how are you? Yeah, not bad, not Even bad. Ray, how are you? I still feel weird calling you Paul. You won't call you Paul for the rest of the interview. Freak, that's probably the best. After, anyway. Give me more questions in and we might revert to that sort of stuff. 
And we, uh, Webb, I'm going to call you Webb. Yeah, that's I'm cool. Not yeah. been calling you Paul the last yeah, few minutes. Cool. Not many people call me Paul. And we, Webb, we are going to do the five-star quiz. Five-star quiz is where is it's actually me doing the quiz this week, so it's you versus Ray. Yeah. Um, <laughs> get five questions each, mostly yeah. on Bar Brigham. Yeah. And whoever gets the most wins. Okay. Pretty simple. Yeah, okay. So, Paul, you were the guest, so we let you go first. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. This is already dead. <laughs> now, back in the day, how many minutes did you get in the buddies playing pool? How many minutes did I get? Did you get when you were, you know, when you put the 50p in? I was normally downstairs trying to win teddies, but uh, let me, <laughs> let me, uh, I don't know, four minutes? I don't know. Four minutes? Jeez, that's a shit, that's a quick game of pool, isn't it? I can't remember. <clears throat> Gone. Oh, God. Right, we've no, we've no, we've no buzzer tonight, so I'm going to I think I was barred from the budgie, so I probably didn't get in much. But the answer was 15, so oh, right. I'm going to be the 15? buzzer today. 15, yeah. It was 15, and then it, was, then it went down to 12. You put it up to you. You knew that, didn't you, John? It went down to 12. He knew that, because he was meant to be working in Tesco. He was over there all day playing it. Playing virtual yeah, soccer. Playing flash, though, he was. <laughs> playing with Mick Orange. Selecting <laughs> Right, right. First question right, for you. Name the local councillor nicknamed after a type of ice pop ice cream. <laughs> Jesus. An ice pop? Think about it. Is it a councillor now? Yeah. Ice pop ice cream. Friend. What type of ice pop ice uh, cream do you, do you know, get? Ah, frag. I know, do you know where he's going? Magnum P.I. Yes, Magnum is correct. <laughs> Tony Morphy. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. One nil. One nil to the right. Next question, Paul. <laughs> Name this Balregan person. It's a poor Sunderland that looks like Elvis Costello. Jesus. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Any of us follow Sunderland. Go on. Answer is Casper Gilday. Casper, I was going to say him, yeah? I'm going to be annoyed. David Gilday, is it? David Yeah, there you go. Got half a point, do I? No. No. <laughs> question two for you, Ray. One nil. Right. Name the bar roller. Here's the clue. If you were waving goodbye to a baby, what would you say? What would you do? Day <laughs> day. The day day. No, day, day yeah. <laughs> You're gonna disqualify you for what now. Two nil to the razor. Oh, Jesus Christ! This is hard. You need to get this Bad, next yeah. one. Right? You no, might get. That, I think you'll get this. I don't one, know right? how you come up to these questions. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> question three, pa. Whatever you want to call it. Fuck's sake! I'm getting mixed up. You know who you are. Go on. Hand in Palace. Where? The Hand in Palace joint. Oh, right. What was it called before that? Hand in Palace. Do you know it? No, where's Hand in Palace? Is that. You know, Cross and Menaces? Cross and Menaces used to be. What was it called? Is it not the Genoa, no? No, or the. No, it was the Chinese before that as well. Okay. Um, well, he's not wrong. I don't know. I think it is the Chinese before it's Genoa. Will I give him a. I can't think what the other way. I know, I know what Same people know anyway. The, the Hanlon Palace and the name before. Yeah. Tell Palace. you what, I'll accept you now. It yeah. was Golden Emperor. Golden, Golden Emperor. Emperor. Yeah. Bronze. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. 2 walk. <laughs> that place was getting rid of that trash down the beach. Is that there? That was there. the bags. Right, question three for you, Ray. 2-1 to you, Ray. Right. Ray, what was Franklin McCary's wife called who ran pop in and Danny Walker? As the wife in The Sopranos called Carmella. <laughs> the answer is Anna. Anna? Yeah. Just, the first Italian yeah. thing that came in the community out there. Yeah, no. Fair enough. Anna. Question four. 
Halkar Webb, can you name this man known as the Codfather? The who? <laughs> the Codfather. Uh, John O'Brien, he's my daughter's godfather, so we take that one. No, I've got the godfather, the godfather. Uh, no, definitely not. I don't be around by bringing this much, so come on. The answer is Christy Keenan. Christy Keenan, I'm the godfather. I think you're the only person yeah, that calls him. I'm going as well. That's who actually, actually called him. Go easy on me, I apologise for giving you a stick in Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> Question four, Ray, still 2 1. Who was the youngest player ever to get on the St. Milagos football team? The youngest player ever. This sounds like it's probably you tooting your own horn of you. No, was it? it's not me. No. <laughs> Anthony Hennessy? Having a clue. No. No. Andy Green. Andy Brown. Andy Brown. Yeah. What age is he? He's in far class. About okay. 11, yeah. Okay. I can't remember 12, I think. Still 2-1. Uh, yeah. Question 5. Uh, Webb. Who was your original bass player in the band, The Hours? Mm. That I don't know either. Um, no, I don't know. Do you know anybody in the band? No, yet? no, I don't know. Let me know. All right, the answer is Obi Ford. Obi Ford, all right. If you give me stick for that one, still owes <laughs> me, still owes me about twenty quid from a couple of years ago. And storage got more goals than Yakub or something like that. He disappeared off That's Facebook. Not I, think, I think he blocked me. Obi <laughs> there, drop that twenty around to the gap. <laughs> right, it's still two one, guys. To the Ray. Ray, question five. Name this person, Bob Regan Pearson. First name after a slang for a number two, and the second name after a type of money. <laughs> Shite cash. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just ask one, is this guy from Bat Road as well? Because we, we've had, you're from Bat Road, we've had loads of Bat Road, St. Malaga, so I'm from the other end of the town. I went to St. Teresa's and we've had Day Day for his leads. Casper, he lives the other end of the town now. Listen, don't be bringing yeah, the conflict into this now. <laughs> Any point would question conflict. <laughs> uh, no. That's a coin. That's a coin. That's a coin. That's a coin. Money. Type of money. That's good, eh? I'm type of money. I was thinking of type of shit. Mel Razor. Officially the winner. 2-1. 2-1. Next time, next time. A bit more fair on questions. I'll have to do a bit of homework on Bart Road. I'll talk to questions for quite a reasonable one myself. The card fan. Stitched up. Are you aware? No, I'm still there. What do you expect? Sunderland. Who the fuck follows Sunderland? That's what it is. All the good days. All the good days. Y'all love. Anyway, we'll let you let you get in here and have a couple of words with our lovely guest here. I don't know where to. Don't take where to sit well. Never been fat, you know. I'm trying to be the fucking. Yeah, I suppose it's that. I mean, look. The Gwyn, I was having a little read up on the old internet there today. Yeah. Where I said, obviously, you know, we do a bit of DJ and yeah. whatever. But I, to be honest with you, I said, look, that's not my area. Yeah, yeah, that's all good. Yeah. I was actually, you know, I was quite surprised reading through. I suppose some of the stuff you've done okay. and stuff like that. Um, I suppose I think where I think probably you know might be the best place to start off. Um, I was reading up. This is going back a while now. Yeah, um, I suppose we can. I'm still only twenty one though. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, that's what you're telling people. Yeah, yeah. 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 twenty years. Got the Botox again. So there you go. <laughs> but um, well, going 
back to I suppose uh, it was just something that kind of caught me eye. Um, two thousand and six. Yeah. And you had a tune called Corruption. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right, yeah. And um, she's starting to go down there now. Bad <laughs> 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 road. That's not a bad road question. No, no. But um, road 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 road. down as a uh, George Jewels had yeah. basically picked it as his well said tried, tried and tested. Yeah, it was yeah. a feature on his BBC Radio One show. Yeah. Obviously, put that out. Yeah. So I suppose, like for yourself, obviously, we know we're the same yeah. age, you know what I mean? So, what, 21 at the time? It could have been even. Yeah, still 21. Probably, <laughs> no, it would have been 2000, was it? Yeah, about yeah, 16 right. years ago, 17 years ago, yeah. Um, so, look, I grew up listening to George Jewels. He was my idol. Look, as you know, I follow Liverpool, so Gerard was my idol, but Jewels was my music idol, so I just religiously followed him. I listened to his radio one show every Saturday night. Um, I used to just then try and get the tracks that he played. Which back then was a little bit more difficult because it came out on vinyl. Yeah. So to get stuff on vinyl then took months to come out where now it's a little bit more disposable where you can make a track, release it and it can be a little bit forgotten about um, yeah. these days so quick where it can be a little bit down. Yeah, it's not as... The boards of tunes these days are not as what they used to be a little bit because it's a bit disheartening. You may spend a lot of time on a track and then after a week or two it's forgotten about. But back then it was a little bit more, it took months to get them. Yeah. And there was hype around the track. So, yeah, um, we listened to Jules, tried to get his tracks every week. The tracks he played and the people I liked and uh, the sound he championed. Yeah, yeah. Took ages, spent a lot of money buying vinyl. I remember a show. Yeah, Postman, he broke the Postman. I did, hard. yeah, from Holland and um, loads of places in the UK. And it was always spending all my money on getting vinyl. I, obviously, my wife now, but Elaine, when, at the time, she was my girlfriend. He used to go down. He was going five to seven. He used to have to record the set. He used yeah. to sit up in our bedroom on this yoga bar and we'd listen. I'd listen to Jules. I didn't care what she was doing, but I had to listen to Jules. <laughs> yeah. Then I'd be in work, out to the internet cafe, try and find a track. So yeah, and then we went to Ibiza. And his night in Ibiza was the, the special night for us. It was called Judgment Sunday. Yeah, yeah. 4,000 people every Sunday in Eden over the course of 16, months of the, or 16 weeks of the summer. Um, Ibiza obviously a special place we went on holiday um, Judgment was always the main focal point of a holiday yeah. and then that was 2004 the first time we went and um, 2006 was when we got into the studio made Corruption gave it to Jules he put on tried and tested the tune of the week and back then if he played your track it just spearheaded you into massive success yeah. Yeah. obviously that's gone now he's not on Radio 1 it's changed an awful lot how to break through, but he was the one that gave me the kind of the spearhead to, to push me into yeah, sure. massive boundaries and break all these boundaries. And he, he supported me. And you know, for someone that was my idol, he's a really good friend now. He's over in a couple of weeks and going to meet up with him to go to, uh, I think it's a big 90s disco or something, Punchestown. It's an outdoor oh, festival. Yeah, 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 so I'm going to meet him, I'm going to drive down, he's going to come with me, go to that, and then. Yeah, catch up with him. So it's good, you know. But yeah, Jules was my number one idol growing up. And, and was it weird meeting your idol? Were you, well, yeah. for someone that I used to stand, because you know, it beat like, I won't keep his hair on. I could keep his hair on. Right? Yeah. Um, there'll be a pre-party from, say, half 10 to 11, and then there'll be a few different pre-parties. He played the main club. The main club in Ibiza opens from 12 till 7 in the morning. So he then, he played a pre-party, he'll always be there like a fanboy, have to get a picture of him, you know. Yeah, yeah, Got yeah. loads of pictures. And then I go to the main club, we'd see him. And, you know, close back then was 60, 60 euro into it, you know. So, yeah, to for him to play my track and then to meet him was quite surreal, you know. Yeah. But as I said, he became a close friend. I've done some tracks with him over the years. His wife has sang and took some of my tracks. Um, and then obviously he booked me in 2009 for Judgment Sunday. So that was probably one of the bucket list things for me you yeah, know to yeah. 
to go to Ibiza, play Judgment Sunday, play that main round. We think look three three and a half to four thousand every Sunday. It was just it was just unbelievable, you know the kind yeah, of way. Not like it. It was just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. I was, and you know I always brought a big gang of friends with me. I always looked after them quite well. Drinks, whatever, into the yeah, club, yeah. VIP. Everyone had a great time. But yeah, Jules would be probably one of the the main the main people that kind of pushed me. And look, most people now judge Jules, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's a, yeah. he's also a music lawyer now. <clears throat> So he works Monday to Friday as a music lawyer and he represents some of the biggest artists in the world like Calvin Harris, Ben Nicky, amongst others and then at the weekend he still DJs. So uh, he's quite a successful music lawyer but um, yeah. he's still still a legend to me you know he's obviously he's had kids and they've grown up and he's kind of caught back on touring abroad but he still does a lot in England and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jill's obviously biggest idol and amazing that he... What you done for me, and I'll be forever grateful. Yeah, and that's the same because, as I said, kind of reading what I was reading today. Yeah. Obviously, that seemed to be just you know as I was going through kind of bits and pieces that that was just the the team. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Just kicked everything on. It was every track was going to send to me played and um, radio one. And I said back then radio one. The only way for people worldwide to hear these tracks was probably listen to Radio 1 and Ireland Balbriggan especially was a place where you could pick it up on the FM Yeah, uh, you couldn't yeah. pick it up in loads of loads of places in the city centre but you could pick it up on the FM dial there and so I used to listen to it so you're going to yeah. fiddling with an area there <laughs> trying to get the position of the basket you're not going to get the man of war but yeah look at and obviously people listened online back then on speed or dial up internet and obviously when he played your tracks when he played your tracks it just everybody recognised who you were so the more tracks he played the more times it was just opening me up to newer boundaries and I was getting booked to play amazing places around the world and obviously I've had help off loads of people over the years but Jill's would definitely be one yeah. of the you know, we name me in feature magazines as Breakthrough Artists of the Year and interviews and just numerous other things, you know, the kind of way. Yeah. And above all that, he's a down-to-earth guy where, I, I like people, like there's a lot of people out there that have massive egos and stuff like that, but he always find, found time for Elaine. And that made it a bit, a bit more special because she wasn't coming along to gigs and just being left, you know, in the corner now and yeah, talking. Yeah, he yeah. interacted, his wife talked to her, and he made her feel welcome, you know, kind of yeah, way. It's always nice, though. Yeah, so, but like, yeah, now he's a good guy. I don't think he follows Arsenal, so, but, uh, <laughs> but there you go. He's you a season ticket holder. He's well, a good you guy. You have to follow other teams there. Yeah, right? true. We can't be all Liverpool no. people. You touched on something there, and I just say like you said, you know, it was other people that picked up on this then yeah. from that initial thing. It's a, and again, like I said, it's not my, you know, kind of transmitted. Yeah, thing, yeah, no. But, you know, names that even I know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's in, <coughs> picked up, it was a Paul Van Dyke, Eddie Halliwell, uh, Marco V, Tiesto. Yeah, yeah Tiesto. Tiesto, everybody knows Tiesto. Yeah. Around 2008, 2009, he kind of championed all my tracks. Yeah. It was kind of a weird time for him because he was changing his style, he was changing his agent and he was going a whole different route of EDM and more commercial. So I kind of got the end of his kind of trans career. He's kind of changed the sound. But back in 2008, 2009, he was hammering on my tracks. Um, I was meant to play in the O2 arena with him, but there was a bit of conflict. Who was playing, I was playing, I wasn't playing. And it got to the day, I didn't end up supporting him. But I was still there backstage, and I still remember the night perfectly well. I think it was March, Paddy's weekend. And yeah. We went in, we were in his dressing room, there was champagne, pizzas. He played a load of my tracks in the O2. I think it was O2 then, it could have been in 3 arena, I don't know. 
I remember halfway through yeah, the set, yeah. he was playing with track. It was a remix of Olive, You're Not Alone. It was a big, massive classic, big photo. Yeah, yeah. Um, he wanted to smoke halfway through a set. He's seen a lion smoking. They just got, went headed out the exit doors halfway through a set and went for a smoke back, like out on the outside. So here's <laughs> my girlfriend at the time, a lion smoking with Tiesto outside. Well, my track is playing to like 10,000 yeah. people. A little bit mad, but uh, yeah, it was crazy. I played them in Privilege and Ibiza uh, that summer. Um, a bit of privilege was the club where Manny Mission was. I don't know. Yeah. If you watch a beat on cover, there was a club called Manny Mission where I don't know what I can say this, but I'm that's the one Kevin Perry with it. No, Kevin Perry is <laughs> not. No, no, we're going to touch on that in a minute. But um, privilege was a Manny Mission was in privilege, and Manny Mission was a kind of team night where it was based around not the music, but more so the theatre kind of acts. And the ironically, the couple that ran it had an yeah. eye of sex show on stage. <laughs> so half of the night they had sex. <laughs> and they're called Mike and Claire and they became world famous. So it's the biggest club in the world. It had a swimming pool was in the that, middle of the club. Was that planned? Like, yeah, that was planned. That was the whole thing. So they go was on. Happen yeah, that, that was the whole thing. Yeah, Mike and Claire, they became, that was it. <laughs> Was say even, the fourth night though say the fourth night did they tell anybody maybe <laughs> just might have happened just rocked out the fourth night go, let's go fuck it feel it let's go on stage and whack it out of it but um, yeah so that was privilege that's what Tiesto used to have his Monday night shows and we played in two te- one of, I can't remember what year it was we played with him after um, for, I think he was meant to play for five hours and he, he was jet lagged to bits from playing a tour in Russia for four, hour, four days solid so when he got there he wanted to come off the decks at three o'clock or four o'clock and he didn't even play all his own big tunes and I got to play them but I say hands down it was probably the most nervous I've ever been it was a massive stage and it was up on a big scaffolding you had to go miles up in the sky there was no toilets near it and we go for <laughs> a few pisses for getting nervous and that night it was like Jesus it was miles away so it was but as soon as I got on stage the nerves just went he had a Jaeger Moister machine where he used to that was his kind of he had shots before when he was yeah, playing yeah. and um, he was shot the Jaeger Moister at minus five or minus six so you don't even feel it like going down your yeah. throat but um, yeah we had to have a shot then he headed off and I played all his classics it was it was a good night, so it was. Yeah, that was that was one that of the special nights. Yeah, that'd be surreal. Last contact like. with him, he used to follow me on Twitter, but then he got a new agent, and that then that just caught. I've done a remix for him um, off his album Kaleidoscope of a track called Feel It in His Bones. Feel It in My Bones. I think around two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Some, yeah. Sometime I can't remember. It's a bit of a blur, but yeah, that was a. It was a big track for me as well. He wanted this kind of sound that I was making at the time, and he wanted a remix done that style and done yeah. it. And, but yeah, unfortunately, he used to have this big. CD series called In Search of Sunrise and you know he stopped doing it the year he started playing my tune so unfortunately I missed the ball with that one and, sure, yeah. but look at good times you know if, if I catch up with him somewhere yeah, along the line you know that's, do you know what like saying that I suppose like having to having to step in for some like such yeah. a big name as I yeah. said again yeah. me not knowing I think, I think it was the most people you I ever had on the guest list. Like, you know I think I had about 40 people shacking up to a nightclub in a beat with 40 people. <laughs> and he was with you. Oh, there's, just, there's a bus load there. Yeah, and there was loads of people in this little VIP area at the top. Uh, it was a bit crazy. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. That's why I probably never got asked back again. Too <laughs> many people. I think it was about 70 quid in and 40. He probably lost a few quid on me. So there you go. Ah, fuckers. Yeah, sure. Well, that's it. That's typical about bringing that yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Everybody, yeah. everybody. You, you, can, on, yeah. You, you, you can bring five people yeah. in with you. Well, there's ah, 40. There's yeah. Get more if you want. Go on. Yeah, yeah. yeah stick in there. Sounds like, though, from like. Wonderful experiences. Like. Yeah, look, amazing experience. You know, people have this perception, you know, maybe ego 
wanker, all this kind of thing. You know, I'm just an ordinary bloke. Lived the dream. Still lived the dream occasionally, but you know, I've, I've kind of, I wouldn't say retired, but kind of over the years, I've kind of just winded it down. I've got a full time job on a dental nurse. You probably don't know that. Oh, you do. Uh, I'm there 10 years. Uh, I'm there since 2012. But yeah, I still do occasional gigs and still have. You know, I probably enjoy them more now. There's more probably pressure when it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I enjoy them more now. I just pick and choose a few yeah. gigs every year and I kind of dabble in, dabble out, make a few tracks, uh, just have a bit of a buzz. That's the thing, I still obviously. I still add it like you still. No, you it's still one of those things. Like, yeah, no, I still love. I still love. Yeah. Still love going to the decks. It's just that buzz of playing tunes to a crowd. It's just dead. Yeah. I don't care. Like, I'm a trans DJ, but I do play different styles of music if I need to. Like you have to accommodate who you're playing before. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, touched yeah, on Kevin yeah. and Perry. So Kevin and Perry was filmed. It was actually a twenty year anniversary John Carver, but he had the event two days ago in Amnesia. So Amnesia was where Kevin and Perry was. So that's where. Uh, Cream was and Cream yeah. was a Liverpool night and that was in Amnesia every Thursday so 2014, 15, 16 and 17 I played Cream in Amnesia and that was you know that was another magical experience you now it's just yeah. it's on the outskirts of San Antonio kind of um, halfway between the airport you drive yeah. up it's just being mammoth of a club and then you go in it just has the ice cannons it was special I played with Oakenfold Paul Van Dijk and Eric Braids and stuff like that yeah. I think Fatboy Slim was there one of the nights but yeah I played uh, no, I've never, I've probably as a fanboy years ago in Bar M um, before one of his yeah. shows. But yeah, now different style, so now he wouldn't. Um, see, I look, I look at Norman Cook and I just see the house mark. That's the fun. Thanks, Thanks, Barry. The house mark. Norman Cook's a legend, you know. He yeah. really is, and what he's been through and his whole his, you know, from the drink and I don't know too much about. I've read into a bit. Yeah, yeah, legend, and he's still he's still a superstar. He still packs out most places around the world, but um. Yeah, going back to Amnesia was where I've kind of played most of the big clubs in Ibiza. Yeah. So to be able to look back and say, sure, I played all them clubs. It's, it's a chance. Yeah. They're not, you know, the big, big clubs. It's not, and big lineups. And it's it's kind of a bucket list. People, you know, to, it's, yeah, to get on them lineups, it's not easy, but That's once it. you get on it, it's brilliant, yeah. you know. Like to go from, you know, just. Yeah, getting thrown out of Roscoe's class to, <laughs> yeah. to playing in Amnesia. <laughs> just like, <laughs> like, yeah. kicking around the home. Yeah. And look at it, and we can touch on the house. And then it's like, no, no, I'm not being dead home. Yeah. Just starting off and saying, yeah. right, I'm doing, doing a bit of this and I'm enjoying doing it. And then, yeah. Yeah, look at it. And it, it's a bit of adjusting. It's like from playing in your bedroom, understandable, it's a total lift and experience and going in. It's adjusting. You know, it can be. I would just say you're you're travelling to gigs and it might take 10 hours to get to some of the countries and then you're getting off a plane and you're going straight to a venue where you're bollocks tired and yeah. you have to perform because all these people are there to see you know so it's a different a different way of looking at it but yeah look I, I love love every minute of it I loved all the big shows I still get occasionally big ones and uh, had a great time you know yeah. but you still doing much gig and now what you just yeah look I'm playing at like... a festival in Holland in two weeks called Luminosity Beach Festival I think I played their first second birthday in 2008 and yeah, I'm back in two weeks' time in Zandvoort. It's um, a big festival. There's a couple of Irish people on it, and yeah, big festival and closing on the Sunday. So yeah, not sure it should be good. I'm doing Prague um, later on in the summer, and I'm doing Belfast. But yeah, not not as much, you know. Just it's a hobby. Yeah, it's a good yeah. hobby. Um, I'm just on a family guy, and um, and so that's it. But you get all three kids, kids. I'm married. I just don't yeah. have the time, and that's not yeah. a, that's not a nag, you know. You've no, got kids. I know you feel, I know you like, feel. Today is my day off. It's tourist day. Whoever's listening, I don't know what day this podcast goes out, but <laughs> yeah. it's tourist day. Yeah. Tourist is my day off, and today is my fucking craziest day of the week. 
You know, which yeah. is crazy from going from everywhere. I've been in Crumlin today, I've been in Swords, I've been in Dublin City Centre, I've been in the gym, I've been in my mouse house about five times, I've been back in my own house about ten times. And <laughs> yeah. It's just been a bit crazy. So Elaine gets home at about half seven, so hand her back the kids and uh, have, have a rest. But uh, yeah, look, I can't complain. It's brought me some amazing places over the years, some cool places, some shit places, some dodgy places. <laughs> I've been in some mad things like car crashes in Poland on the way to gigs, um, missed flights, um, Mexico, dodgy police in Mexico, all mad yeah. stuff, you know, corrupt, <laughs> you know, um, but it's some great places, like 15,000 people in Mexico, just in, I wouldn't say it's the jungle, but it's in the middle of nowhere, and it's a bit ridiculous it was, it was, 50, yeah. I think it was 15,000 people then, the State of Trance was a big festival in Holland where Armin van Buren, he's the biggest trance DJ in the world. Yeah. He has a show called the State of Trance and he celebrates every year, every episode. So he's at a thousand episodes now because of COVID. It's been a bit, bit messed up. Um, yeah. Sorry for course on air, but hey, like that. Um, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I played for a state, played a state of trance in 2014. So that's another bucket list of 25,000 people yeah. in an in indoor arena in Yarbrus in Utrecht. Uh, that was special. That was really. Because I'm looking to play the central now in a couple of months. <laughs> 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 it's weird. It's, it's weird. I can get up in front of DJ in front of thousands and then stick me in the room with maybe three or four people and I might get a bit freaked out. I get that. I totally get what you're saying there. I can't go in there, you know. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go to a party and I go up there and get me food. I'm not going up in front of everybody. (laughs) Hang on, you were DJing to loads of people last night. It's a different... Yeah, it's just... It's it's sometimes intimate. When it's an intimate, it can be more daunting than having all the people. Because when you've got like that amount of people there, you're in the zone. You're in the zone. You're in the zone, yeah. Where like if it's like... I'd have a few drinks before I play and it depends on the take the edge off no 100% like you'd have your own little DJ ride and you'd have vodka and sometimes you can get out of hand you know you can wake up the next morning and say fuck what did I even play last (laughs) (laughs) where's my USB sticks where's my headphones and then sometimes uh, Jesus don't even look at Facebook (laughs) around like that in case someone says something bad about you but Paul Webster has a mare that has probably happened a few times and it could happen again a few times but you have to be professional because you know you do with people are coming they're paying tickets and yeah they're there to see you so you can't really but sometimes you know it is good to have a few drinks and uh, just kind of it makes it does make you relax yeah, a little it bit does. you get in the zone you said something there now. I'll ask you a question just to saying about yeah. uh, worst place you've ever played just you said there's been a few shit holes do you know what I'd you say <laughs> I was probably going to get burned out from people from Dundalk now but say Dundalk I remember it well it was Paddy's Eve 2008 Elaine's grand had died that night which was crazy Jeez. I remember being in the Jacks it was me George Gerald and someone else playing I don't know who it was but I remember being in the Jacks and looking either side of the Orion and thinking why are you getting out here fucking live <laughs> we couldn't get a taxi out of there nobody would bring us home because we were from Abrigan yeah Um we had to leave early. I think a police car got burnt out. It was fucking chaos. It was some hotel at the back of them docks, like one of the one of the roughest places I've been. And look, most places you go, yeah, I have been in places before where I was in Poland before. The mafia torn up. They're playing now. Okay, that's bad. They don't care. I'm gone. They just torn up. Yeah. And they they're playing. They don't care who you are, what you're doing. We're on the decks now. Get the fuck. No problem. <laughs> um, obviously, some place in Mexico were a bit dodgy. Um, Belarus. Um, 
been in Russia over the years. Um, yeah, look, most places are pretty cool. I, lo- I love that you go through you're talking about these places. The most places are cool. People think of like uh, gangsters and yeah. Russia, whatever. Where's the worst place, babe? The dock. The dock is a good place. I went to college up there for a few years. Yeah. I probably met most of the time. I didn't really like it, but. Um, taking it all back. Yeah, um, <laughs> I just thinking back that night, it was just a bit kind of, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, like, yeah. if you go to some place in Poland, as I said, I've mentioned Poland, I've had great times in Poland over the years but can be a little bit dodgy as in they drive a bit fucking bonkers. Yeah. Like 300 miles per everything and I'm not even going to get to the club. That oh, that's <laughs> yeah, I said, we were in a crash before. Some lad couldn't see out the window and he didn't, his farm was broke so the, the thing wouldn't come down. He just crashed into a ditch and he's like, oh my God. So we just left him. It was me and Brian Carney, he's another, he's a superstar. He lives in Bob Brigham. Yeah. Um, we just left him. He was across the road from me. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so we left him but it was yes. Oh, it's more, we had new night runners and they were pure white. It was more afraid to was in a ditch and they were going to get a full run. <laughs> <laughs> we left him, man. It was really, if you had a bit of a And he couldn't see out the windscreen. We were brown bread. Yeah. So, uh, but even at that, we just, the, the mafia turned up. I think we got, this, that was a different night. We were playing and they didn't like the sound of the music we were playing. So they said, no, get the fuck off. There's mad kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, so I've been in a few dodgy situations. Um, a beat to the police chase us to too many people in the car. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, you, I think it was a mini, and there was about seven of us in it. I don't know how we fit in the mini, were chased us around a beat. Um, but yeah, look at um, the, the Dundalk, probably the dodgiest place I've played. So I wasn't expecting that. Oh, after oh, all, the oh, Dundalk. After all the places you named, yeah. that's mental. Dundalk, you're fucking yeah. shit. I wouldn't say shit. It was just fucking dodgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dodgy. Um, a few questions here, right? Let me. Well, you can ramble on, I can ramble on. <laughs> ah, come here, don't worry about it, girl. Uh, a question here from Raul Kane. Oh, Tiesto CD. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going, I'm, that's yeah. fair enough. Where, what, I didn't see that, so you can tell me the story. <laughs> he used to, look, you know, back then I lived in Fancourt, he lived in Hampton Cove. <coughs> they would have went to a club called, I think, uh, the Rossner Reeve, but it was Europa. Oh, I was only probably 14 or 15 Ross, at the yeah. time. Tiesto was big, he had the CD out, and Rao had it, and he used to get Lendabra off him. But I don't think I ever gave it back, so he bought it again, and then I got Lendabra off him again. I used to lose it. And then, <laughs> <laughs> then, then he bought it again, like, give Lend that CD. And I get it, and then he wouldn't give it back to him again. And <laughs> no, it's a great CD, it's probably the best CD of all time. Question. I said, you know what? I've got a question for you yeah. now, actually. Yeah, I don't it. know if he knows where this one was go going. Go on, go on. I probably shouldn't say this yeah, on air, go but I'm going to say it yeah, anyway. Go I can tell you that and go on. Where's my fucking Enrique Iglesias CD? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I am. I am. Is that yours? Yeah. Who said that? Because I would Enrique Iglesias. Good challenge, yeah. yeah. Hang on now. Yeah. Hang on. Let me just clarify. Yeah. There's a reason why I had this CD. Go on, yeah, why have you got it? I'll tell you why I have it, right? This, was on, I think that was, that was the for the ladies, No, was hang it? on a minute now, right? <laughs> I was myself at the Dinbar Thompson were over in Belgium in 2002, okay. right? Yeah. And we walked into this CD shop, right? And this wow. song came on the radio. Yeah. And I turned around and said, that's fucking our song, man. And we started going, oh, I can't believe they could hear it over in Belgium. And the next minute, I see this Latin criminal coming on the telly. Hang on a minute, that's not our song, our lad. <laughs> <laughs> we wrote, so wrote a song a couple of years before. <laughs> yeah, right? job. It's the exact okay. same riff. So okay. I bought the CD out yeah. protest and anybody used to come for a session in the asset house, I used to always say, this is a robbing bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so we're having the lane, we're, we're having the lane, we're actually at a party in my dad one night and I was really? upstairs with the guitar comparing the riffs. Comparing the riffs. I gave him, he goes, just lend that CD out there, will you? Yeah, no, I'd like, I'd like a bit of tape that, I'd like a few things. I don't just like dance music. <laughs> yeah. I don't like Enrique Iglesias. 
You can be a hero, but you can't escape the massive yeah, escape, that's, a, that's the album, an escape. An escape's its track off. It's a good track, yeah, it's catchy. It's actually a good acoustic version on it. It's yours, eh? You ripped him off. You didn't get this Bastard. But, um, <laughs> Who's that going? You know, stolen CDs aside. Um, I'm not a team. I borrowed CDs. I didn't know where he lived, so you just can't. I'm just telling me, but um, it's like going from shit holes and luck. I would say what's been so far. Cause as I said, you're obviously you're still yeah. you're picking and choosing what you're doing. But as of now, what's been the best thing I've done? One? Um, look, at Ibiza probably holds the best place for all the gigs in Ibiza. Played first time in Judgment Sunday. Tiesto was up there. Um, or cream and amnesia, but probably yeah. Judgment for what it meant because we used to go there as a clubber. And then five, six years later, and headlining with Jill. Yeah. Uh, on the night, it was me, Judge Jill, Simon Patterson, who was one of my best friends at the time, and Lisa Latches. I'm sure everyone knows Lisa yeah, Latches. Yeah, yeah. So at that night, it was a special night. It's 19th of July. It was, yeah, that was a magical night. So it was. Um, and Same lady, I say it's ended. Oh, there you go. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Marathon for Snickers. Look, there's been loads of good things. You know, over the years, Australia. There's been loads of special ones with Beta probably because it's it's a party destination. I know we come in for a bit of bad criticism. Everyone has this like, Peter's and that. Do you know what? It's actually not a bad place. It's probably one of the nicest places in the world. Nicest beaches, nicest restaurants, mm-hmm. sunsets. But Beta and Covered gave it a bad name where it focused on the one area for yeah. the whole summer. Like it's focused on Bat Road for the whole summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no joking. I'm definitely getting bored for Dundalk and Bat Road up, up there. No joking. It's like uh, just focusing yeah, on. Um, Temple Bar oh, yeah, for the whole summer. Yeah, yeah. And it's just going to capture the worst bits. People drunk, people getting sick, people doing mad stuff. But, you know, it is a magical place. And it's a place where you could see it from the DJ box where people didn't give a fuck where they were. They were letting all their worries go because they were on holiday. Yeah. And they were having the best time of their life. They didn't care if they owed money on bills or what was going on back home. They were there having the best time of their life Yeah, That's during true. that time. And it was probably the best atmosphere. You know, it was just wild. And they're just for themselves, yeah. able to just stand there and look out and say, It's just great, it's a great time. You sort of think to yourself, yeah. and you're like, yeah, I'm, yeah, but look, it's been loads of good things, and over the years, you know, even like, you mentioned how I mean, I've had some good nights in Balbriggan over the years, yeah, one six out was 2012. The place was wedged by half 11, 12 o'clock, sold out. I think 1200 people, or four, 1004, I don't know what it was. It was O'Shea's and some people for the fucking bar there. It was absolutely. <laughs> 29th of December and it was just abs- and it was probably the best night I played there because loads of older people were there yeah. the likes of the 40 year olds like Fraggle and all that there was loads of bringing people there there were a lot older like that went to the re- went <laughs> clubbing back like, well before me and yeah, it was yeah. brilliant it was a great night and I had good times with Jason he used to run home and obviously they went into receivership, I think, whatever happened in 2014, and it just never recovered. And obviously, it's knocked down there. But I had some good nights there, you know. Yeah. The DJ yeah. box is a shithole. 
They never had good, they never had monitors and they, they had shit then on deck. So they never yeah, yeah. any club shop pioneer deck. So that was the way I was they used to have to hire this. You, you can never hear what you're doing because they didn't have monitors. So yeah. uh, the focus not it's a club, but the focus should be built around the DJ box and once the DJ box is the main fo- focal point, you know, it's people have a good time. I think at one stage the DJ box in the corner and you couldn't even fucking see him. So the DJ box should have been built a little bit they better. Moved back the, in the they day. moved it into the middle yeah. for Jeremy Dixon, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, <laughs> I'm good friends with Jeremy, actually. I give him a lot of sticks over here, but he's good friend. I'm good friends with Jeremy. Yeah. He plays cheers, but that's that's yeah. his that's his style. Oh, he's great. He's great on Twitter. Uh, yeah, he's good. He's good. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. I'm from your good friend uh, Manor, John yeah. O'Brien. Go on. Said you uh, want to ask about the first live stream you done during lockdown. <laughs> I knew this guy to come up. He couldn't sniff it and tell me about that. But yeah, look, <laughs> at the during lockdown, people want nothing to do and have loads of artists start doing, um, DJs started doing live streams, so kind of, kind of took a bit of time getting all the stuff together, I got the wrong stuff from Tom and stuff, but finally got it together, done it for me gaff, <laughs> it turned into like, I started at five o'clock, it was good, it was live on YouTube, or live on Facebook, but I ended up going for about one or two in the morning, and then now he's put me was on to a lion saying, Kelly, oh, I was hammered. We were drinking. It was, it was on for about eight or nine hours. I couldn't even see. <laughs> I think I was actually watching. Do you know what? He could have been watching. I think I was yeah. actually watching yeah. and bopping away to yeah, him. Like he came still up. He's taking me down. And my ma was texting. I said, tell him to turn it off. He's hammered. His neighbors would be giving out. And I hope I was turning it off. It was brilliant. Great times. But, you know, I'd I done them. And then I... I'm good friends with the owners of Platinum Gym, the on boy Grouski, and uh, I used to go up and record stuff during lockdown up there. Yeah. And it was cool, we had all the lights, and Manor used to come up with me on every Friday night and we'd record and then we'd put it out. So yeah, it was cool, it was just something to keep people interested, you know, and playing tunes and just going live. It was a bit of a banter, but the first yeah. one was a bit of a, it kind of started <laughs> off good, and it was even looking at the setup we had. Hadn't hadn't got a tripod holder. I think I had something masked, mask and tape holding something else and something. Yeah, I've been there. It yeah. was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> so camera was yeah. upside down. Once it works, it doesn't fucking yeah. matter. <laughs> but he got a buzz. Man, I got a buzz out because I think my dad tell him to turn it off and call the guards. On. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Jesus, <laughs> <Cheers> that. <laughs> the guards. Yeah. So I got a bit of stick off for that. Look, we'll get a bit of stick on the toilet. As I said, we got back to it. I'm just an ordinary bloke, lived the dream, had fun. People might, that lad's a prick. You know, so I'd go past him by breaking, I wear glasses. I'm fucking half blind. <laughs> so if I'm going down the street, I'm wearing them. And I'm Never like, go so, past me, you bollocks. No, look at it. <laughs> 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 Someone's driving past me and waves. I don't fucking see them. I hate I'm that. That's an ignorant cunt. I hate I that. I haven't seen it. I do. I so, do. I wouldn't wear them with glasses in a club. I can't wear, uh, what's it called? What them? Contacts. I can't wear contacts. So yeah, I'd rather just go into a club and look blind and just that the image is a good wearing glasses. It's not an ego, but um, but yeah. So look, good times over the years, great times, great memories. It's all good. I'm just about Brigham bloke having a bit of fun. Yeah, just that. Speaking about Brigham, I said obviously you were saying you know right, you know the lockdowns and the yeah. COVID and all that shit now. Some fest was back last year. Yeah, yeah. I was, I mean, you know, it's something. What was that? I used to do it for years. Completely different. Yeah, I used to do it for years. Well, not years. I don't know, 2013, 14, 15. And then I said, you know what? Now this just couldn't be arsed down, you know? It's just not my style of music I play. Um, But then this year I kind of said, you know what? I wouldn't mind doing it. Let the kids see me play and they have a buzz. And it was just for them, really. But it was... uh, it was really good. It was it was deadly so I was last week. Yeah. They had my kids up on stage. Daniel, he was dancing along, um, giving United fans abuse. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, that was good. And it was it was really, you know, we could see people enjoy themselves because 
people were drinking in the car park, having a great time. And there was younger people there, 16, 17, loving it. Yeah. And it was a brilliant crowd. It was a great night. The weather made made it as well. Yeah. It was such a sunny, but yeah, it was really good. So they've already asked me back now, Chief, to do it. And I will, you know, it was uh, just a family thing. That's it, is it? Just, it like, <clears throat> like you were saying, even you know, earlier, I suppose, in that, obviously going back early days, yeah. you know, not married, no yeah. kids, no yeah. like And it's, uh, I suppose you're probably, your mindset's yeah, probably changed now. Yeah, that like, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, enjoy. Like you said, because your own kids yeah. come along. That's, that was, a, that, and I told the only reason I wanted to do it was for the kids, and yeah. they enjoyed it. And as I said, yeah, that's it. Back in the day, Elaine, was coming over me, then we had Emma, and then she couldn't go to mom's place. And you know, it's, it can be a bit of a lonely time going to the airport. And this isn't it. A cry, look, feel sorry for me. I'll yeah, get the point yeah, yeah. But go to the airport, sitting around, go to the plane, sitting around, get yeah. the hotel, sitting around, go to the club, play, perfect. Then you go back and you've timed, if you're buzzing, but then you're on your own. And a lot of these play, yeah, yeah go out and visit all these attractions, you're in deadly cities, mm-hmm. but on your own, it's quite, quite boring, do you know? Yeah, right? yeah. So it was better just to fly in, play, and get the fuck out of there, you know? Got, <laughs> look, and I looked back, I went to New York on a Friday afternoon, played Friday night, and just flew back home Saturday morning. You know, people yeah. think New York, you go to Australia, people think Australia, okay, you go for a month, two months. Just went on a Wednesday, come home on a Sunday. Yeah. Australia, you know, people think. Yes, went to what Australia the fuck? Nah, Lane came. Oh, Lane came with you. That's <laughs> so, I haven't been in Australia a good few years and I've had offers, but I just couldn't be asked going. I'm just yeah, I'm lazy. It's a, as long, well. it's a long spin for I'm a lazy. If someone, if someone can come me, perfectly I'll go, but I want to have a bit of fun and I like having banter, as you know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I get bored talking to myself after work, <laughs> yeah. you know? especially after you do five kilometres in Dublin Airport yeah. going down to the gate. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So, like, it's better when someone comes to me. So, Elaine's coming yeah. to Luminosity and she's coming to Prague with me, and yeah, we'll, have, we'll have a bit of fun, you know, the kind of way, nice field. Look, I like eating nice field, I like yeah. drinking, and people <laughs> stagging on it. I'm not a I just like eating, staying in nice hotels, having a nice field, having a buzz, you know, hopefully slagging a United fan somewhere along the way. <laughs> 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 I'm only joking, I can't talk. I lived a tough life growing up, Liverpool were fucking shit. You know, every, I was in a class with people that just followed United, people that jumped on a fucking bandwagon. You know, they were driving past and every cunt got on it. John Clark, everybody. What's his name? Gavin Sherman. You know, then United at Lewis, they, they lost Sunday to someone. It was at Southampton, they had their jerseys on. You gave him stick the money. He's gone home in a hub, so he's gone back one defeat in about 60 years to his back then. Oh, we were spoiled growing up. You know, spoiled. Oh, yeah. Have a bit of fun now, Liverpool. The shield's on the yeah. other foot now. Ah, that's just the way it goes. Football. Yeah, that's it. Football, a bit of fun, a bit of banter. <laughs> you know, we talked about it. We've been on Liverpool TV a, a couple of times. That was pretty cool as well, you know, to yeah. be invited over to Liverpool, go on a TV station, and they used to have a show called the Tourist Night Show where it was all like old kind of old kind of stuff and all memorabilia and then they'd have a music act on um, and they'd have oh, other really? players so and they'd have like um, Phil Thompson I was on one time and I was on with a couple of other players over the years as well and then a couple of BT sports hosts and that so it was cool going into the studio going into Liverpool's um, kind of offices and doing yeah. TV it was pretty you're pretty cool you know? it, you're your other pretty cool you know? even though you had to wear yeah. makeup that was the only thing because <laughs> it goes out as HD you have to go in and get makeup <laughs> yeah. I to make them, I am. but uh, yeah that was quite cool I've done that two years in a row um, um, yeah, that was cool, and obviously Liverpool was your passion, so to be kind of involved in the club and kind of have a little bit of yes. now yeah. pe- some people in the club was being killed. Over what did I ask you, Arla? Go on. Have you ever been mistaken for snooker champion John Higgins? How <laughs> could be? I don't know. I don't know John Higgins. Yeah. Then Arla, if you put a waistcoat to kill, you see a good-looking cut. Sign autographs. You can sign autographs outside the crucible. 
So I didn't know how long you had to play pool for the budgie, so I definitely won't be playing stereo. I'll take that. There you go. Hey, I've been called wars, I've been called fucking wars. <laughs> Who would have here from uh, Owen Richardson? He wants to know, are you still rocking the same shorts in September? Owen Richardson? Who the fuck is Owen Richardson? How's it going now, Danny? What's your name? Nice and Pinewood! Pinewood. There, there you go. Owen Richardson. Pinewood, are you sure now he wasn't in the world? Yeah, that's a good one. Which shorts are they? Maybe the gym shorts, yeah. I've got probably, I kind of like the same shorts, so I'd probably have three or four of the same pair. What's wrong with that? Shorts, that's a random one. I like that. 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 What's next? I know you said it's a few gigs. Yeah, look, I'm in the studio a little bit, making a few different tracks at the moment. Um, yeah, just having a bit of fun, playing a yeah. few gigs, go into hibernation for the winter and, and come back out in the summer. <laughs> well, and, that's, like, that's, that's, yeah, fair way to DJ now. Yeah, look, I like the sun. I don't have the colour for the sun and it's like a minty bark in there. But yes. now I'm just born and born and pale and born. Yeah. But, um, like me. Factor 50, but um, yeah, just same thing. Go to work Monday to Friday, um, go to gym, um, have fun, go on holidays with the kids. But yeah, there'll always be gigs, and I'll always get gigs over the years for not like the legacy I've had or whatever, but it's just kind of from what I've done over the years. I still always get occasional offers. Not as yeah. look at it, it's like if you don't put much in, you don't get much. If, if yeah, Braggle yeah. doesn't keep delivering posts, if he stops delivering posts, you still a post, aren't you? Yeah, you know, if he doesn't show up to work every Monday, every Tuesday, after work, they're going to get pissed off and not want to, you get sacked. Yeah, yeah. Or like a band, if, I don't know, Coldplay or something. I'm going to be getting a file for you, but <laughs> if um, someone like Coldplay didn't release tracks for like 10 or 12 years great no <laughs> the people are regaining glaciers the people um, the people coming through don't know who they are because they don't know the new tracks so the younger yeah. generation because they're not releasing more tracks so they're being a realist they don't know who you are so unless you stay on top of the game and constant release tracks get constant airplay people will forget about you the older people yeah. Um, well, still not here, but the younger people. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that, that is, and because everything moves so quick. Yeah, exactly. And because things are so yeah. disposable, you can make a track, you release it, it three or four months maybe later, and it's forgotten about. So you need to yeah. constantly release tracks upon tracks upon, but not just any tracks. They need to be out of the, the out of the box tracks for that yeah. massive tracks. We need to release a new single soon, right? <laughs> so, but that's what it is. Well, I am a realist, you know. People say. Oh, Oh, he's a failed DJ. No, look, I, I, by choice, wanted a different career. And I'm happy enough to dabble in and dabble out when I want to, you know? Yeah. Kind of way. That's just it's the way it is. wouldn't mind going to all the places you're in. No, look, I can look back and I can say, kill some cool places. I've got some cool artwork from in my gaff of different things and different um, canvases of massive crowds in front of me. It's cool. And still, like, sometimes on a Friday thing fuck's sake I'm going to the chippers here for a takeaway I should, be, <laughs> I should be going to the airport to get the point and going to a club but you know it is what it is you, you change know? as you get older yeah. that's you know kind of not going to be more private these days I've had loads of followers on Instagram and I said 
this I'm gonna keep everyone private and I don't want everyone knowing about me these days so yeah. Instagram will cut back Let's down make sure they know about you after this yeah interview. of course of course <laughs> but I had like 12,000 that's not massive but I kind of just cut it back I went private cut all my followers got about 600 now the Twitter is still there I kind of just use that for football just yeah. saying the, 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 no honestly football to see the, it's good for transfer <coughs> news and see what's coming up yeah. Facebook you're not an insider anyone no I'm not sure few people um, and Facebook, yeah, I've just got a private Facebook page, yeah. and that, that's it. You know, I've got post pictures of my kids, and I don't want some random person in Mexico or India looking at my kids and I'm giving, <laughs> yeah. a, giving a love heart. Yeah, that's a bit yeah, weird, yeah, you know. So weird, yeah. that's what it is. I'm going a bit. I'm not retired. I'm, I'm still around, but I still play a few gigs and just pick yeah. you at your own pace and your own. That's what right. I want to do. Yeah. You know? yeah. and that doesn't necessarily mean I'll get booked because as I said, if I don't put it in, you won't get it back. Yeah. But I still put a little bit in. You know, the kind of way. Yeah. But still do enough to get booked for certain things, you know. And I'd say two weeks' time and then when I see it would be really good. I'll focus on that. I'm making a few new tracks for that. Um I make it a bit special and so it would be good. It's on a beach in outside Amsterdam. Yeah. Um it's just a magical Jesus, magical Amsterdam. festival. Um <laughs> loads of Irish there and it hasn't been on since two thousand and nineteen, mm. so it's gonna be even more yeah. special this year. It's gonna be just yeah. and I said I've got the closing set on the Sunday, there's four stages and closing one stage, half nine till or 11 or something like that so that'll be quite cool and then yeah. Prague I'm doing a 5 hour set in Prague so that'll be cool I like all them before lockdown I played in Prague and it was probably one of my favourite gigs it was just it was brilliant they're a different type of crowd they're a bit they don't get drunk they're a bit more they just stand there and watch it and throw a few shapes but they're, yeah. they're very passionate. <laughs> oh, that's it. They don't yeah. do much. But Irish go crazy. Like you know, yeah. they go, they're drinking loads of vodka. The bar is getting empty. Then they're going bananas. Yeah, yeah. Ireland, Glasgow, or Scotland. Them crowds are wild. But the the them kind of European crowds are deadly. Where they go, they're very passionate about. They might turn up to the airport to get pictures with you and stuff yeah. like that. They might have banners and flags when you arrive. It's very much. It's, it's very, very much, much the music, yeah, though, isn't it? So you can take them on a journey, and it, you can play a bit more. Sometimes we go to gigs where it's not even anthem bashing. You need to. Yeah. People are there to see. You've only got one area. You have to play all the biggest, your biggest tunes, and some yeah. other biggest tunes. Where five hours, I love playing them longer sets. You can kind of play a bit of slower stuff, techno, tech house, build it up, yeah. and then play some classics at the end. And yeah can't wait for that and Belfast is a really good place in, in the world at the moment it's it's mad because the Irish clubbing scene is fucked the Southern Ireland is dead yeah there is some stuff like Belters Only and some like Life Festival they do well Camelback the stuff all that kind of stuff does well but it's still it is still a struggle and now after Covid everywhere has struggled and prices have gone up drinks everything's gone up yeah um, but yeah it's weird like you might put a gig on with I don't know say Ben Nicky in Dublin you might get I don't know, 600, 800 people. That, that's, that's a good night. Belfast, 15,000 people. You know? It's yeah, only an hour and a half. Where's that on Belfast? A Bell Sonic Festival. Where's Bell that on in the Custom Square, is it? Well, somewhere around there, yeah. 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 Good place, like, that. Anywhere you go in Belfast, it's it's weird. It's probably the capital of dance music in the world at the moment. It's so many different nights on at the weekend and they all yeah. are brilliant. That's but it's because, and this is it, the kids are just doing, <coughs> the kids go, they don't, they, they're not necessarily knowing who the DJs are, but they're going there for a night out and they're leaving knowing who the DJ and that's very yeah, crucial yeah, because yeah. then they're going home thinking that guy was great, they list them on SoundCloud and then they go to the next gig. Yeah. That it's a really key kind of part of, of your career now. If you want to be big, you need to be smashing place like Belfast and stuff like that, yeah. you know. So Belfast is a quite great place to play and it's uh, it's only a short spin up the road, so it's cool. That's, that's the thing. So remember that remember where my you were saying that there was at the Custom Square my yeah. guy was living up there. Okay. And he was living in an apartment that was looking right over there. <laughs> it was the one he sent me the video of. 
Yeah, uh, Tom Jones. Okay. But Tom Jones. <laughs> but I like yeah, Tom Jones. Yeah. But I was, it was just it was weird yeah. looking at us. He's just looking out and seeing yeah. real window. Tom yeah, Jones course, absolutely smashed it down there. put on. But even there's not many festivals. There. I know electric picnics are down there, but you know, and people can skip back a good couple of years. And what happened here was right at the time of witness and what was it called then? Oxygen. Oxygen. At the time then, and no disrespect to bands and stuff, but at the time then, DJs were the, the rock stars at the time. Like people like Calvin Harris, Swedish House Mafia and stuff like that. And look, at there's, there's bad trouble at all these gigs. There's people, people yeah. taking drugs, people fighting and stuff like that. But they, they used to always make an example of dance music. Yeah. What happened was then, well, I could be wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, and someone sent me a message with him. <laughs> They'd done a couple of shows in Phoenix Park. Yeah. Swedish House Mafia, Calvin Harris, Example, loads of other people, Tiny Temple, stuff for that, and there was loads of trouble. Yeah. And it was MCD, the promoter, washed their hands because they got a lot of bad press. And at the time, they were the biggest acts, so they, they, they cut all them big festivals. Kids wanted to go and see Swedish House Mafia, Tiesto, all them kind of big things. And yeah. they cut, there hasn't been an auction, hasn't it? No, no, no. Because no, of that no, at the no. time. Because when you look back to probably the last couple of auctions, some of the headliners were David Guetta, Swedish House Mafia, Dead mm-hmm. Mouse. And then they put them on their own. Loads of trouble. They got bad press and that. But there's, there's drugs everywhere. I'm not against drugs, Dan Tate. There's drugs everywhere. But dance yeah. music always got oh, drugs, 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 yeah. drugs, drugs. And that, 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 there's drugs everywhere. True. And whatever people want to do, that's killed. If people get drunk, there's fights. That's me. I've been to see rock gigs. Yeah. Lazarus and Malice. Yeah. That's, that's it. You know, but now. there's always been a bad <coughs> example around dance music. I yeah. remember even playing here before. Um, we brought Judge Jails over to Balbriggan and this is a funny one. I remember someone in Balbriggan posted a tweet out about yokes. Yeah. The, the person running the owner got freaked. He just he put a clamp on. He didn't let many people in that night. Yeah. So it wasn't even a great night because someone posted on Facebook he was bringing yokes and yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And that scared the shit out of him. So it did. Yeah. And once it broke even, no one else was getting in. It was yeah. a shit night. <laughs> it was a shit, it was a shit night. That's yeah, pretty much it. Right Sorry yeah. for waffling. Any predictions for next year? Yeah, you know he'd come fifth, sixth. <laughs> I'd be happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of United fans have now has gone back to following Celtic now. No, not you. No, <laughs> no, that's oh, all right. Jesus, well, yeah, look, cheers having me on. It's been no, good. It's been Sorry yeah, for waffling a little bit, um, no, but yeah, it's been good. Yeah. Do you know as I said, like I was saying to said obviously I said, do you know what I mean? Like new bits and whatever but actually going and reading about it and then actually yeah. just sitting here and talking to you yeah so look at that mad story like you said you know you live the, live the dream or yeah look at that look at me a bit if a kick back down the air woman you're playing all these massive clubs yeah, back at work back at work like <laughs> assisting a dentist taking out teeth and stuff yeah, like that it's, yeah, a bit, yeah. it's a bit mad but it is what it is you know I'll, I'll yeah. go and play Luminosity on the Sunday and then two days later I'll be back at work um, it just is what it is um, I'm happy enough just to go to work Monday to Friday and I, I don't even go out and break it much I don't even enjoy watching football in the pub but just sit at home and watch the football <laughs> I'm sorry yeah. I know I come, I come across a bit of banter but I, I couldn't be assisting the people talking about football you yeah. know everyone has Things they know everything ah, about. Right. Just in, a, in, a, in a pub, you don't even get to enjoy it it's, much. You know, kind of like, that's just about bringing in general. Yeah. It's I, I, I used to go down to the mall, so much in the bar, I used to have good times, but I used to go to a lot of games. Um, 
but because I was away a lot, I didn't used to get to go as much. But still go occasionally. But um, yeah, just work, um, play a few gigs, and I'm happy enough doing that, you know. On a family going, that's what I am. That's it. Yeah. So that's all you want. it is what it is. Edge, yeah. It is yeah. what it is. Well, yeah, cheers, having me on. Maybe we can just keep up the good work, you know. Maybe we can touch base another time. We'll do a live one somewhere on this table. Yeah, get yeah. yeah. We got a live set. You can yeah, do a live set. Do yeah, a live set for us. Yeah, you want? Do you want? Yeah, that's it. But um, we have, yeah, look, all right, thanks very much. Cheers, yeah, right. Paul. Paul. Sorry, Paul. I'm <laughs> joking, I'm joking. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on. Yeah, best luck with the future. Yeah. And uh, keep the good work up. Cheers, yeah. our lad. Cheers. And see you next week. See you next week, guys, and ladies.